The deadline is fast approaching for farmers who have done everything they can and simply remain behind on their loans and now need some help. The Inflation Reduction Act provided more than $3 billion for USDA to provide relief for distressed borrowers, with certain farm service agency direct and guaranteed loans, and also to expedite assistance for those whose agricultural operations are at financial risk. But the deadline to apply is in less than two weeks. I talked with USDA Deputy Secretary Social Torres Small and USDA Farm Service Agency Administrator Zach Ducheneau to get more details. I'm Sabrina Halverson. Let's get into this week's AgNet Weekly. First off, thank you for taking a couple of minutes for me. I appreciate it, and I know my, my listeners always appreciate it as well. So um, thank you, and let's let's jump right in. What I'd like to do is to start out with asking you guys, what do you think are the most important points that our listeners should know? Farmers have been responding to significant challenges, whether it's disasters or supply chain, uncertainty around the world, and uh, they've been responding and meeting that need. Uh, but sometimes that means taking out an extra loan, doing everything they can to uh, be able to make a, a loan payment, uh, and and President Biden wants to make sure that they're made whole so that farmers can keep farming. And in the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, there was we provided some opportunities for farmers to either have come out of default, get payments uh, or assistance uh, when it comes to loans where they were behind on payments, uh, and then also uh, to uh, help make them whole if they took extraordinary measures to uh, to be able to pay those loans, whether it was taking out a second mortgage on their home or uh, to cash out their retirement, for example. And that's why we're working hard to make them whole. So uh, recently, we put out $1.8 billion in loan assistance, and those have been automatic assistance that credits to their account. But uh, now we're working to, to uh, provide assistance uh, for folks who did everything they could to pay off those loans. Uh, and there's a, a due date that's coming up, December uh, 31st, uh, so folks can apply uh, to let us know if they did take out those extraordinary measures or if they're worried about being able to pay off their loan this year, um, have some cash flow issues, we might be able to support them. And you, you said something that I wanted to highlight here, and you said it's for people who, you know, they have been, they have been paying and they've been making every effort that they can to pay and have, you know, are, st- are struggling like so many people around the nation are. And, you know, we know that farmers have ran into so many issues in the last year or so. What do they need to prove in order to be able to qualify for this? So this is Zach. And in the cash flow-based assistance, the producers will fill out an application that just demonstrates that they won't have sufficient money available from this year's production and off-farm income to make their payments and then we can provide that next installment to them to help them get to what's next. In the extraordinary measures-based uh, part of the program, producers can quantify the amount of extraordinary measures they took, and we can offer them a payment to replace that. So if you had to borrow money from your family, for instance, or if you had to sell assets, we want to make sure that you're whole and able to take part in what's next because all of the Inflation Reduction Act distressed borrower programs are really the signal of a stark contrast to the way this administration and this iteration of the federal government are dealing with distressed borrowers compared to the farm financial crisis of the 80s when we just when we had people off balance we pulled the rug out from under them. We're doing it different here and this signals a new approach to lending 
into the future. So hopefully we can avoid being here again on this big of a level. I want to ask you a little bit about that or, or discuss that just a little bit more. It brought to mind your, your comments there's almost a stigma attached to having financial problems or having a loan that you now, you know, isn't working for you and you can't pay. And, you know, farmers, I mean, you know, I, the farmers in my family, at least they're proud and maybe have a hard time reaching out or facing the fact that they might need to seek a different solution. Is this a, a, a struggle for people to go through, or is it an easy process, or is it something that they're going to have to take months to try and plan for? What can they expect when these farmers finally say, you know, this sounds like something that we really need to look at? So we're getting pretty quick turnaround on these program payments, Sabrina, but I want to let you know that I understand that on a first-hand basis and a second-hand basis. I watched my dad get liquidated in the 1980s farm financial crisis. So I know what these folks are going through. And one of the strengths of this administration is we've taken people from the countryside that understand what producers are going through and put them in positions to make policy so that we can get ahead of these things in the future and make policy changes to prevent it. Because I've lived through that stress myself. If my banker called right now, I'd still get a chill up my spine and I don't owe him a dime. That, that's that, that connotation that if you need to borrow money, you're less than, and we're pushing back on that because we want our producers to feel comfortable and feel safe and be profitable by the terms that we can offer. Right. And you've mentioned the 1980 farm crisis a couple of times, and, you know, just thinking about that, and the fact none of us want to go through that again. I was a child in the 80s, and, you know, even then I knew that that was something horrible was going on for a lot of our farmers. For our listeners who maybe are not farmers, who are wondering why this is important to them, securing farms and making farms, you know, last longer like this, what does that do for the nation? Well, as I understand it, your audience is largely in rural America, and the Secretary does a great job of laying out why it's important to have more of these small and mid-sized family farms out there, because if we've got people in our rural communities and surrounding our rural communities, we don't have to see our schools consolidate. We don't have to see our hospitals get ever bigger and further away. We can start to have some level of care and services back in our rural communities again and maybe recruit that next generation into the countryside to do some ag production because as we all saw during the COVID pandemic, our ag and food production system is extremely vulnerable, structured the way it is. And we need more people out there taking part in it, gaining an understanding of why it's important so that we can continue to stave off further incidences like we had through the pandemic. Yeah. We're about out of time, but I just want to ask, what's the first step for a farmer to take? The first step, they can either walk into their FSA office uh, or they can go to www.farmers.gov, uh, and the, the applications are due by December 31st. So we're doing everything we can to make it uh, a straightforward process, both for this application and in the future, and it really boils down to recognizing the incredible hard work that farmers do and trying to make our support for them as simple as possible. And there might be one thing I would add there, Sabrina. In the Secretary's announcement around this, he did urge all producers and lenders alike to reach out to their local office to ensure that we are exercising the flexibility that we currently have to the fullest extent to make sure that they have a shot at profitability. Thank you so much. I would just offer the opportunity if either of you have any last thoughts that you would like for our listeners to know. 
Sabrina, thanks so much for covering this. And, you know, you asked the question about uh, why does this matter for everyone? And, you know, what we've what I hope that people realize when it comes to the supply chain, when it comes to the challenges we face as a nation, is that we truly rely on the hard work that happens in rural America. And that's why this investment matters so much. Thank you again to USDA Deputy Secretary Social Torres Small and USDA Farm Service Agency Administrator Zach Ducheneau. If you would like more information, just head over to this story on our website. That's this edition of AgNet Weekly. I'm Sabrina Halverson. Thanks for tuning in.